You're now listening to an archive episode of Or So I Thought, back when the podcast went by a different name. I really hope you enjoy it, and please make sure to listen to our new stuff. So after you're done here, just scroll up, pick a new episode, and press play. Aside from the lady who wrote the Harry Potter series, which made like a bajillion dollars, Stephen King is probably the next most financially successful author of all time. If you were going to listen to anyone's advice on how to make it as a writer, I would think it'd have to be him, no? Well, it turns out that Stephen King has already laid out the key pillars to his success, and hopefully in the near future, yours too. He said in his book on writing, Read and write four to six hours a day. If you cannot find the time for that, you can't expect to become a good writer. His regimen each day is to sit down in the morning and write 2,000 words. He absolutely will not stop writing until he's met that goal for the day. He says some mornings he's done by 11 a.m., and sometimes it's 3 p.m. and he's still hacking away at it. But barring an emergency, it always gets done. That's dedication. And speaking of dedication, someone whose discipline I've admired for a while is the rapper Lil Wayne. People that get money without hard work sometimes don't even want the money. But hard work is everything. How do I know? Because I work hard. I don't care what anyone says. I know he has fallen off big time. But if we take Lil Wayne's peak years, his five-year run from 2005 to 2009, and we compare those years against any other rapper's peak five years, I would put him in my top five all-time greatest rappers. And he didn't get there by accident, no. The man had his priorities straight. This is the outro to his 2009 mixtape called Dedication 3. I don't go out to the clubs. And when you do see me in the club, trust me, I have been paid to be there for those 30 minutes that you enjoyed with me. I, I, I don't do that. What I do is I go to the studio and I, I just stay in the studio. See, you have to understand the difference. The difference between me and you is to you, this is your job to me. This is my life. The club, that's my job. The mall, that's my job. Your neighborhood, that's my job. This studio, this is my life. This is what I do better than I do anything. So why wouldn't I do it all the time? Now, given, it's much easier to dedicate all your time to your art if you're getting paid for it. If a major label says, here, take this million dollars and bring me back 20 hot songs, or take this check for $500,000 and bring me back a killer novel. It's a luxury very few people have. I get it. I get it. I wish I could do that. But Lil Wayne's point is that when you're serious about something, the choices of how to spend your own time should become much clearer to you. 
Whether you have a nine to five or you're in college or you have a family or you're making ends meet doing three different part-time jobs, if your art is important, you'll find a way to skip on binge-watching both seasons of Narcos. Plata o plomo. Ustedes eligen. But Lil Wayne didn't preach to just simply spend a lot of time on your craft. No, he had another, even better pointer for how to create your best work. Lil Wayne's most famous protege is maybe the biggest name in music right now. His name is Drake. It's no accident that Drake is at the top. After all, he did learn from one of the best. And I stumbled upon this interview where Drake tells us a very important lesson he learned from Wayne. Wayne told me something really important one day. I told him, I said, how do you find those thoughts so quick? He said it's not about making things up. You don't have to worry about making things up. If you're really writing from an honest perspective, your thoughts are in there. You just have to locate them. So he's like, you shouldn't stress about making up witty, witty stuff. Or, you know, it's not about that. It's just about finding how you really feel and, and, and locating it. And then just, just, you know, saying it. Like, you're a rapper, so you know how to make it rhyme. You know, so... When he told me that, um, that's kind of where I get my influence with Wayne from. Is like, you know, just saying things that people wouldn't, you know, normally be able to, to transfer from mind to mouth. Because that, that's where a lot of, like, normal human beings lose a lot of color when they think something and then have to say it. It lo- like, you know, it loses that, 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 cl- that clarity. The best rappers, you know, are Andre 3000, Kanye West, Jay-Z, Wayne, um, Jeezy. You know, sometimes Jeezy says some real, c- yeah. So, you know, those guys... That's why they're the best rappers, because they, they, mind to mouth, they don't lose it. There's no buffering process, like it just comes out. And the way to prevent this buffering process, according to Lil Wayne, is to work fast. I couldn't find the specific number, but I remember somewhere reading that he appeared on something like 300 songs in the year 2007 alone, including his mixtapes, features and remixes. And these are songs that actually got released. There were a whole bunch of songs that didn't see the light of day. Working that fast has two big benefits. First of all, you have no time to fake anything. Like Drake said, you don't have to make anything up. You don't do research, you just locate the thoughts that are already there. I argue that this is a great way to find your most pure artistic expression. And the second big benefit is, it's a great route to rapid testing your material. If you throw enough at a wall, something will eventually stick. You iterate, see what works, and then test again. This is one of the reasons I started this little experiment of releasing more than one episode per week. One episode a week feels too precious. It makes me gun-shy. It makes me overthink things. Frankly, an episode like this one would have never existed if I weren't pushing myself to release at a faster pace. 
the faster pace forces me to go with my first instinct to talk about the things that are on my mind most and the things that I've been mulling over for years. The thoughts fall onto the page and onto the mic much clearer because they've been there for a while, but now I'm finally locating them. Someone else who firmly believes in speed when creating? Well, that would be Mr. Stephen King again. He wrote an article called Everything You Need to Know About Writing Successfully in 10 Minutes. If you're a writer, I highly recommend you Google it and read it. Well, in this article, he gives 12 pointers for writers. My favorite pointer is number five. Never look at a reference book while doing a first draft. That section goes like this. You want to write a story? Fine. Put away your dictionary, your encyclopedias, your world almanac, and your thesaurus. Better yet, throw your thesaurus into the wastebasket. Any word you have to hunt for in a thesaurus is the wrong word. There are no exceptions to this rule. You think you might have misspelled a word. Okay, so here's your choice. Either look it up in the dictionary, thereby making sure you have it right, and breaking your train of thought and the writer's trance in the bargain, or just spell it phonetically and correct it later. Why not? Did you think it was going to go somewhere? And if you need to know the largest city in Brazil, and you find you don't have it in your head, why not write in Miami or Cleveland? You can check it, but later. When you sit down to write, write. Don't do anything else except go to the bathroom. And only do that if it absolutely cannot be put off. So, according to Mr. King, even your bladder or bowel movements shouldn't stop you as a writer in the middle of your work. Discipline strikes again. Just let Lil Wayne tell it. I take every single thing I do, every word, every letter, every sentence, every phrase, every quote, every chorus, every verse, every bridge, every intro, every outro. Personally. So, if you're a fan of me, then know that you get the full me. Because I give my all to my music. Who would have known that a 60-year-old white man from Maine and a 30-something black man from New Orleans would have so much in common? If you ask me, they are both role models. My beautiful people, thanks again for tuning in. And I just want to repeat uh, what I said at the end of last episode. If you're ever curious about where I get my info from, or you just want to dig in a little deeper on the information that I present here, feel free to go over to my website, projectbookpod.com, 
and check out the show notes. I include all the links to all the info resources that I use, put them there right on the blog post for each episode. So feel free to check that out. As always, thank you for tuning in. My name is Alex Cespedes. This is Project Book. Thanks for listening.